We're back on Show Me Today. There was a fish kill event at Lake of the Ozarks. What are they? Do they happen naturally, and how often do they happen? Maddie Est with the Missouri Department of Conservation has all the answers. Fish kill events um, can fall into two categories. The most common here in Missouri is going to be a natural fish kill. Um, that usually makes up around three-quarters of the events that the Department of Conservation um, gets reported to them. And then the other one in are man-made or, um, you know, pollution-based fish kills. And basically what a fish kill is, when we're talking about it, it's going to be um, the death of a lot of fish in one certain area. And so people that report them to the Department of Conservation often either notice, you know, it might be smelly or they may actually see, you know, a bunch of dead fish on the bank of, of where they think that's a very odd place. Um, and, and when we say a lot of fish, we don't mean one or two. Um, it can be dozens. And that's really where we start to want to look into these events. So this happened recently following up on uh, a story that took place in or near the Lake of the Ozarks. And uh, so we're, let's go into more detail a little bit. The difference between uh, natural and I guess you would call them unnatural fish kill events. Uh, so what causes the natural ones to happen? Change in oxygen levels, temperature levels? Exactly. So especially here in Missouri, um, we've been experiencing drought. There's not a lot of water coming in, right? And so when you get a bunch of fish in a body of water that's not getting more water, replenishing the supply of dissolved oxygen, um, at, there's a certain point where the fish population is too numerous for the amount of dissolved oxygen in the water. And basically the weaker fish just cannot compete for that resource and they will die because they do not have anything to breathe. That can happen in many types of bodies of water. Um, you will notice in some of, you know, ponds or pools of water, if the water level gets really low, uh, it's very similar. We don't have enough water to support the population of fish. Will it kill every fish in that pond? Possibly not. You know, there is still dissolved oxygen in the water unless all the water is gone. Um, but it can kill a large majority of the population. And so when we're experiencing drought, we kind of expect to see some fish kill events, um, especially given our recent, you know, past few summers and early falls. It's just been very warm um, and there's not a lot of water coming in and the fish just can't compete for the resource. Uh, follow up, if I may, has climate change contributed to this happening more often as opposed to, say, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? So obviously, anytime you're trying to link climate change to an event, uh, there has to be research to support that. And so I think that's something that is still coming up. You know, people are starting to look and see, hey, we're noticing these changes. How is that impacting what's going on? Um, and so the research is starting in, in the conservation community to happen. Um, personally, I'm not aware of any, you know, documented published papers right now. Um, because that's just a little outside of my realm. Um, some of our biologists might know. They might keep up to it a little bit more closely than I do. One thing I think is interesting is, uh, I guess, I, I don't really know how you would label this, but I guess we'll just for the sake of argument say, call them a, an unnatural fish kill event. When I think of that, I think of 
say, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago in the more urban metropolitan regions of, say, for example, the Rust Belt. And I remember growing up as a kid hearing about all the time the Cuyahoga River catching on fire 50 years ago in Cleveland. And 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 that was because of, for example, the dumping of the oil and the gasoline and the fuel and other random things in the river, which then contributed to, uh, obviously, the, the, the fish population dying and or just fish you just don't want to eat. Uh, is that something similar in a situation like this of an so-called unnatural fish kill event? Yes. So usually what we see um, here in Missouri are going to be pollution events, um, whether they're intentional or they're unintentional. So we might have, you know, a, a water main break that's got treated water, chlorinated water for drinking um, that makes its way into a natural stream or, or body of water and the fish you know, they can't, they can't survive in the chlorine. Um, that's something that we see. Um, the reason we're so cautious of fish kill events and the reason we pay so much attention to them is because, um, they can be great indicators of the water quality in a location. Um, the Department of Conservation doesn't necessarily handle water quality. So we you know, we defer to the Department of Natural Resources who will handle water quality and, and regulations and, you know, is this runoff legal? Is it not? That's their wheelhouse. But we work together with them to say, hey, you know, what's the water quality looking like in this area? Is this an unnatural fish kill? Because there can also be financial repercussions uh, for individuals responsible for fish kill events because they are a resource for the people of Missouri and um, to just disregard that um, is kind of against what we what we believe at the department. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Maddie Asda, media specialist with the Missouri Department of Conservation on Show Me Today. We're talking about fish kill events. They take place in your nearest stream or river or lake. I didn't realize that the State Department of Conservation handles nearly like 100 of these each year. Absolutely. The way we do that, our website mdc.mo.gov has, if you search up, you know, fish kill in our search bar, it will take you to report a fish kill. And we have uh, fish management biologists. We've got our fishery staff that are on call, especially when we know that we might be looking at a, a condition where we could see natural fish kills, you know, hot, dry days, dry summers. And so we have folks that dedicate their time pretty well around the clock to manage those reports because if it is a natural fish kill, there's no worry for the public. You can still fish in those areas. The fish that are still alive are not harmed. You don't need to worry about them. They're just like any other fish. But if it's an unnatural fish kill, um, if there's pollution or chemicals in the water, you might not want to consume fish in that area. And so that's why when we get those reports, we will send staff out to do an investigation. And the conclusion of that investigation will determine, you know, do folks need to be concerned? Do they need to, you know, avoid the area, not fish there until we know the water quality is back to safe levels? But most of the time it's a natural fish kill and there's really no concern for the public. So ignoring the fish that were found belly up, those living in the water like in stream can be caught, can be eaten, safe to, uh, I guess, be around. What happens with those uh I guess, that are left behind. You just sort of leave them there? Yes. So obviously any any dead animal is not the most appetizing. It's 
going to be kind of smelly. It's not going to be pretty I mean, to look at. I, I drive near dead deer on an almost <laughs> daily basis. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't be good venison to eat. Probably not. <laughs> so we we obviously do not recommend that folks mess with the, the fish that have already died. Um, but that being said, the Department of Conservation will not collect those fish because they are so good for the environment. Um, it's It's the ugly truth of nature that even in death, an animal is feeding into the ecosystem. You know, you've got the insects that are breaking down the, the, the carcass and releasing nutrients back into the ecosystem. And so with natural fish kill events, that's that's a benefit that we want to allow to happen. And it's, it's gross. We know that. Um, especially if we have a fish kill in really populated areas, we know that folks might not want to look at that or smell it. But it's an important part of the natural cycle that we want to let happen. And at the end of the day, you're you're feeding the environment, your uh, circle of life, if you will. Exactly. And not to, you know, start singing the Lion King, but <laughs> it is it is there's truth behind it. Um, before we continue on in the conversation, I did want to mention to our listeners who are tuning in late, you can find Show Me Today on Apple, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. All you have to do is type in Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. You can... Uh, Click follow, like, download, listen, and take us with you wherever you go. So uh, I recognize this one event took place in the Lake of the Ozarks, but is it common to find this sort of anywhere in Missouri? Pretty well. Wherever there's the fish population and water, um, which, you know, you can't have fish population without water, um, which is kind of the whole issue here, um, they, can, they can happen. We get a lot of private landowners that have ponds on their property and you know, if they don't have really great runoff and water feeding back into it, they'll experience fish kills. Um, and that can happen on a small scale, too. Um, for the instance at the Lake of the Ozarks, you know, it was a little bit bigger because there were more fish. Makes sense. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention before we let you go? If you have any concerns, the Department of Conservation, we want to hear from you. Um, part of our mission is to serve the people of Missouri as well as the wildlife and so if there's a concern or you've got questions, we really, really enjoy interacting with the public. We want to talk with you. We want to be able to serve you. So we encourage you to reach out. Um, we've got regional offices all over the state. Uh, if you go to our website, you can there's a contact and engage tab and you can find your local you know, conservation agent, maybe a biologist or a private lands person. There's somebody pretty close by no matter where you are. And so we really encourage that you reach out and just interact with us. We want to hear what what you know and what you see. And, and lastly, I did want to mention for those listening, if you do happen to come across a fish kill event, whether it be natural or unnatural, you can find a way to report that on the Missouri Department of Conservation's website as well. And the website is? mdc.mo.gov. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.